0: Welcome to The Wood Podcast, a lo-fi skateboard podcast where we talk about where we're from, what we ride, and why we still skate. Brought to you by Foundry and Helsick Skateboards. Welcome to another edition of The Wood Podcast. This is a podcast all about skateboarding, no pros, no hype. Just skateboarding and sharing why we skate, why we still skate in most cases, because we're a bunch of old fogies for the most part on here, <laughs> and uh, just uh, talking about our stoke for it. Anyway, today I'm here at Wells Branch Skate Park, a tiny little skate park up north, central Austin. Here with Jason Cabello and. Um, He's um I guess relatively new to the Austin area, right? Yeah, January twenty twenty. Yeah, all right, man. Well thanks for coming on.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm a big fan of the show. <laughs> <laughs> wow,
0: man, the wood actually has fans now.
1: Yeah, it's cool being able to like
0: listen to my homies you know. <laughs> yeah, this 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 show started out uh, I gotta plug Foundry Skateboards. Um, I just did this to uh you know, get some attention to my homies at Foundry. Um, they create some really cool boards and uh, just a bunch of old homies that I skated with in Kingwood. Um, Kingwood's yeah. a suburb outside of Houston, and you can hear Sean in there in the background, you know, giggling. Um, <laughs> but anyway, Jason, yeah, man, so uh, where'd you move from?
1: I moved here from South Florida. I was living in Fort Lauderdale before I moved out here. All right. Yeah, but I, uh, I grew up in Miami, and... Moved around quite a bit um, from Chicago originally, so I've been uh, I've been around. Okay, so Fort Lauderdale—that's
0: um, basically fused together with Miami, right?
1: So it, it kind of is, but it's two different worlds. Like you, you feel like you've stepped into uh, some sort of like porthole when you go from one to the other, because Miami is very international metropolis, and Fort Lauderdale is very like beachy, touristy. Um, and then, you know, you, you, you move west from the beach and it gets uh, not, a little unsavory. <laughs> like Dallas-Fort Worth? Uh, I'd imagine, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, man, so, you
0: know, you skate. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and uh, how long you been skating?
1: <clears throat> I started skating in summer. Um, I think it was like the summer vacation. Darkwood. Go 7th grade, so that would have been like 87, 88. 13 years old? Yeah, yeah, around there. There Okay,
0: yeah. And uh, so tell me about your first board and what got you there.
1: So my first board was, um, it was for my 6th grade graduation. I got the Veriflex Ramp Rat, and, you know, that was like the cheapy board, and you know I had these like delusions of grandeur as soon as I stepped on the skateboard I was going to be like hitting ramps and everything like that and I couldn't even push like I was not like the natural like it didn't come that easy or natural to me still does not um and you know that kind of I I would skate around a little bit and then funny enough I think my 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 first like as we would call it like a stoke to skate would be it it was in the Houston airport I was flying I flew from Miami to Houston and I saw some kid ollie uh sitting there i don't know you know what he was doing skating in In the the airport like right outside the airport he probably like him and his parents probably just landed because he was around my age and i saw him ollie that was the first time i ever seen an ollie and it just that was it so that summer i was in um i would spend summers with my dad who lived in huntington beach california but we would meet up with family in houston so i was out in houston i saw that we spent our our week or whatever in houston then we went back to California, and then it was on. He took me to a skate shop. I got a um, a um, Kevin Staub pirate board, and then I rented Thrasher, and that was it. That was it. Thrasher? <laughs> the movie? The movie, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, like we, we, yeah. Went, we went to the video store, I rented Thrasher, and I got a skateboard the same day, and that was... <laughs> the Staub pirate. That's odd. <laughs> I have a
0: remake of the stop
1: pirate oh, nice. yeah but yeah that was uh that was the start of it everything
0: that's awesome so you said that you had the, these visions of grandeur when you got the ramp rat right? yeah so
1: so what kind of exposure did you have that gave you these visions of grandeur what <laughs> i mean just the stuff that you would see on tv in the 80s because this was this was right before like that 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 hit of popularity with like Christian Hosoi, I guess, or maybe going back. Yeah.
0: Forth, yeah. yeah.
1: So when, when I started skating, it was right around like when Animal Chin came out. So it was right before like the whole Swatch Impact Tour and when it was being shown on TV. So I was like already a little bit into it by the time that happened. Okay. And um, yeah. So, you know, you would see you would see videos or whatever on TV or like MTV of somebody Skating a ramp, and I just figured, like, okay, this first time I find a ramp, I can't wait to do that. And (laughs) then I get on the board and I'm trying to just push down the street, and I'm like, wait, like, (laughs) you know, and it's funny because I like my parents were in music, and I thought the same way about a guitar. Like, I'm like, oh, cool, I'm just gonna pick up this guitar, I'm gonna play like Crimson and Clover, and then you know, my parents could probably get me a record deal pretty easily because they're in the business. And then I'm like, oh, you got to work for this shit? Like, fuck that. Yeah, I to learn to stand. Yeah, yeah, but... That's awesome, man. So, you
0: started skating for your first time really around Miami, Fort Lauderdale
1: area, or yeah? Did, was it, okay, well, I was right. in California because right. my dad was out there. All right, and like so at the heart of it all. At the heart of it all, man. So he would like I would go out there and skate around the beach. Um, I'm pretty sure we went to Venice Beach because it, it looked pretty familiar when I saw like the Nottest videos. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't remember for sure just because we would drive around. You know, we would we but like Balboa Island, Huntington Beach, Costa Ma. Mesa. So Costa Mesa. I used to go like if you remember the blind video where they're skating that, that the place with all the bricks where they set up the bench and skate like mm-hmm. the sort of flat rail and then the burger banks. Okay. Like my dad lived right across the street from there like before I started skating. So then in the magazines I would see this place because there was like a Lowe's movie theater there. Like I was in that plaza all the time and then okay. seeing it it was like it, it made it seem a little bit more attainable, but it yeah. was still like fantasy. You know? huh.
0: Interesting. Yeah, so, so you got to see some really good skaters from the start then. Yeah,
1: yeah. And then I'd move back to Florida, uh, you know, I'd go back to Florida, and then it was cool because all my friends started kind of skating that summer too, because yeah. I guess it was like the hot thing to do. So I came yeah. back, and then all my friends had boards. Okay. And then I would, you know, get to go skate with them, and then start to learn. And then the weird thing and and guys, you know, our age will will usually all understand this a little bit. The next summer, I go out to California, I come back and then they all quit skating to join a gang. And it was like all my friends that I skated with every day, I come back and all of a sudden they're like dressed differently. They're talking differently. And then they're telling me like, oh, what are you doing fucking skating, dumb skater boy? And I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? fucking Tim. Yeah. You were just, you were skating together a couple months ago. Like, like you know. Like and Bloods type yeah. of stuff. Yeah, and I was like, dude, I spent time in California. You're not, That's not your yeah. scene. Like, what the fuck are you doing? But so it was, you
0: immediately had, like, two crews in California and Florida. And yeah,
1: just, you know, I, I was too young to really go and crew up with people, but, like, my dad, like, the kids that I knew, like, my dad's, my dad moved around a lot. He was, like, I wouldn't say transient, but he would, like, every time I would go there, he'd be in a different apartment, mm-hmm. so it's not like I had the neighborhood kids there but his friends who had kids like a couple of them were you know into skating not like hardcore but like we would go skate and stuff so i didn't have like a crew of people out there till i got a little bit older and then like i said i came back from from that one summer vacation and all my friends had stopped skating and it was like i skated alone for for a long time you know and like lived in the magazines and the videos that's one thing a lot of uh us who are a little
0: older, you know, dealt with is skating alone for quite a bit. Yeah, there you know? was <laughs> like a test of loyalty.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I, I see I, I see like younger people now at like skate parks and everything. And it's just like so inclusive and so many people. And it's like, man, like I, I, I really. I love it for the yeah. for the for the kids now, like uh-huh. who who have that. So right? you're stoked about? there oh, being a bunch yeah. of parks now. Because you
0: know some people are like, got earn their stripes here. We had a
1: bad." like yeah. like I I, I I am all for evolution. I I'm not. I don't hate on kids for for skating differently than I skated or having different styles or not appreciating what i had to go through like why should they i didn't appreciate what like i didn't appreciate what alan losey went through when i was a kid i don't expect a kid to appreciate what i went through yeah i
0: mean uh, david bell in this last episode he said the kids nowadays have no excuse to not be better than
1: us (laughs) yeah yeah but it's really cool but you know it, it warms my heart when i see like a kid like doing like 90s tricks like yeah. doing like no complies oh, in the line or something. Yeah. I'm like,
0: dude, these kids are fucking great. I love it. When shaped yeah. boards came back after the pop Yes. Sticks.
1: Oh my <laughs> god, man. It's like and and it's like there's you'll see like kids with shaped boards skating, you know, kids with like FA yeah. boards and like they're all just having like a good time and it's like that's that's how it should be There's man like,
0: different styles too yeah you, know, you have kids still riding the popsicle sticks you have the shapeboard, board really? you know And then you have the hard Jamie Mateu types just like charging and you know just <laughs> doing huge airs and this.
1: yeah <laughs> so. and you know because growing up in my era like I was very fortunate to go from and it, you know it's so funny I was talking with this I was talking with a friend of mine about this recently on what felt like like the, a huge span of time between say like 89 and 93 mm-hmm. which i mean now thinking of but it, it's like that's almost as long as i've lived in austin for <laughs> so between like animal chin and blind video days mm-hmm. like i've lived in austin for that time yeah. span and how much skateboarding changed then yeah and <clears throat> then how divisive it came yeah you know how one, once the board started getting smaller and the whole like vibing thing became kind of cool when it was like cool to be a dick to people who you should be friends with like and man growing up in Miami like we we, we had a lot of like skaters from like the fucking hood who we skated yeah. with all the time and we were so we we were mean.
0: Tell me a little bit about Miami, like pools, <laughs> ditches, launch ramps, mini ramps. No, street, no, ledges. no, no, no. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> street and ledges. That's it. Like there was the occasional <laughs> ramp that would pop up here and there. There was there was like this ramp out in like Plantation, Florida, called Cambodia, and it was called that because you had to essentially go through a jungle to get to it. <laughs> and it was <clears throat> it was it was very intimidating. It was a, it was like a big vert ramp that. They probably built it, and then no maintenance on it for like years, so I mean you would have oh, man you would have splinters like half the size of your board come up, yeah. and it was just you know that was not my thing. Well, and, I can imagine the
0: Miami humidity just like making that wood warp and pop up, yeah, and nails
1: and <laughs> yeah, so a lot of street skating we we had this little tiny ditch it was in it was in between miami fort lauderdale in between Miami and fort Lauderdale in um. Hollywood, Florida. It was right across from a water slide park. It was a Six six Flags Atlantis and there was a little ditch there called the I-95 ditch or the trench and it was the only ditch that we had and it was like probably like two maybe like 10 squares of sidewalk long and like really mellow, but it was like I would have my mom drop me off there at like noon and then come back at like 5 p.m. to pick me up. Like, I love that place.
0: That's awesome, man. I love hearing about the local spots, you know? Yeah. So what about uh, Florida versus California?
1: Yeah, so. Uh, it was summer of 89. I went back, and that's when my dad moved from Coast to Mesa to Huntington Beach. And this is, you know, right around the time that, like, New Deal, like Ed Templeton's kind mm-hmm. of in the scene and Jason Lee, and that's where they all lived. Okay. And I, mean I got to see Mark Gonzalez grip a board at this, this skate shop out there called um, Bud Surf and Skate. And it was just, like, seeing all these people in the magazines and, like, I, it was so intimidating because, you know, like I said, I was, I was, you know, I had like three or four friends who I would skate with um, back home in Florida, not a lot. And then I would go out there and just see these crews of skating. One of the, one of the most influential days of my life, we show up at this little parking garage in Huntington Beach and like Jason Dill shows up, this guy, Kelly Rosecrans, who skated for Vision. I think we Man, Jason Acuna was there and... These guys just like hop out of the car and start like doing slappy tricks and like super fast stuff on curbs that i had never seen before <laughs> and yeah that, that 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 was a really influential day for well, you, me your, your instagram name is curbs <laughs> yeah which you know <clears throat> so 2013 i joined instagram the curb resurgence has not happened i'm not skateboarding much then and it, it has I, i'd say it has 50 percent to do with skateboarding but curbs was A nickname that my friend Lindell had for me. We were in a band. He didn't skate. And my last name is Cabello. So he would call me Curbello. And then it just got shortened to curbs. (laughs) And that's what it was. It wasn't like I I don't have like a curb a Curb dedicated Instagram page. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad I got to clear that up. That's, that's
0: pretty cool, though. I love hearing the name, the story behind everybody's names. Yeah. You know, Instagram handles, you know, it's like being able to choose your own nickname a lot of times. Yeah. Except you
1: didn't get to choose your It, it could have gone a lot worse. I could have picked like some like movie quote that was super long oh, man, and then yeah. like had to change it down mm-hmm. the road, so. Yeah. Well, you mentioned yesterday
0: that uh, um, you'd spent some time in the 90s going back and forth to Texas, too. So you got to yeah. release really see like the trifecta of all the different skate scenes except for the east coast maybe in the west you know northwest but yeah no
1: i got to skate like new york i got to skate chicago a little bit but it was always like i never got to show up somewhere and like really like i said like crew up with a bunch of people which was kind of cool because i would go so so houston specifically when i would go to the first time i came out to houston to skate it was probably 93 i'd say yeah probably like early 1993 or no christmas time 1993. okay i'm thinking maybe a little bit before that um but yeah i'd come out and then i had some friends i had a friend from australia who i met in south florida his name was ben carter and he had some friends from australia that lived in houston and their names were um Tret- uh, brett and troy james I lost contact with all these people, so if anybody knows how to get in contact with those people, I'd love to catch up with them. But like, so I had some people out there who I had met in Florida, to go and skate with so i go out there we skated like the skate park of houston mm-hmm. skated downtown and i got to see some really fucking amazing skaters i got lenny kirk was out there when i was out there i got to see him skate like rbu Mally. oh yeah i grew up with rbu yeah and like um like jason womack i just remember these names because i saw yeah. i saw them skate at the park and then downtown and then like a couple months later there was like um a um i forgot what they called oh, oh, the no, just uh, article in 411, but it would like a city, like a spotlight on a city, and they did the Houston one, mm-hmm. and it was like all the dudes. So I had seen skating then, yeah. and it was um, that's how the names like stuck in my head. Oh right on, yeah. Man. I wasn't like homies with those people yeah. or anything. Okay, so what inspired this move to Austin? Oh, Austin. So okay, let's fast forward 30 years. <laughs> um, I work in treatment. I work for a company called Recovery Unplugged, and I do all their videos and um documentaries music videos stuff like that and we have locations in florida austin um northern virginia and nashville and then i just kind of had the opportunity um because i was doing a lot of videos in the fort lauderdale location and then i came out to austin for a work trip and then just kind of fell in love with it okay
0: Then you have a podcast and all that within
1: recovery. Correct. Yeah. What's it called? You can plug it here. Toxicology. (laughs) It's T-A-L-K. Toxicology. Um, yeah, we talked about addiction, recovery, stuff like that. You can find it wherever you find your podcast, or on like Recovery Unplugged social media. Right on, man. Yeah. So
0: in that, you, you fast-forwarded thirty years. So yeah. in between that time, did you skate?
1: <laughs> um, so, you know, like I said, I worked in treatment. I went through a long struggle with um, drug addiction. Okay. I was, I was, I went, um, I was doing heroin and crack. Pretty much for twenty years and not much else. Yeah, like yeah. I, was, I, I So was that's at, that that time. <laughs> I was as dedicated to to the drugs as I as I ever was to my skateboard, probably more so. So, um, which actually brings me to why I started skating now. So I went to treatment. I was 40, 42 when I got clean. I went to treatment at that, at Recovery Unplugged, and the halfway house that I was living in. Um, I met this guy who's one of my best friends now. named Mike Demchek. And you know he's 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 a bit younger. I think he just turned 30. I'm I'm about to be 48. But we were in like the room together and he's like, "Oh, you skate?" I'm like, "Yeah." And he like took me out to skate when I first got clean and like it it I don't think I would have stayed clean. I think maybe I would have gone yeah. back out and relapsed if it wasn't for skateboarding. And I, like, fell in love with it all over again. Had something that I looked forward to doing mm-hmm. besides just going to work and 12-step meetings. So yeah. it really did, um, you know, it really did take part in a huge part in my recovery. Yeah. And okay. then moving to Austin for work and then just going to, like, house park out there and meeting all the fucking homies, like, I feel like this is, like... The crew that I, like, I haven't felt like I had such a crew skateboarding since, like, the mid-90s in yeah. Fort Lauderdale.
0: Or the crew you never really got to have.
1: Yeah, well, I did I did have a really strong yeah. crew in Fort oh, Lauderdale the in the 90s. Yeah, me and my homies, um, like, downtown Miami crew, DTM, and then... i want draw some names? Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, so Jason Ramft. Big ups to Jason Ranft, um, Felix Ruiz, the whole DTM crew, and then... Danny G, he works out, Vans, he works in California, Danny G's my homie, um, the twins, Todd and Tim, Chris McMahon, too many to name, man. Anybody <laughs> in like Fort Lauderdale, Miami scene back in the, in, um, in the 90s. Oh, Dixie and Victor Desaki. Those are the last Right little, on, yeah. man.
0: Yeah, I always like to leave a little space for people to shout out, you know, because yeah. just... Something cool about uh, having your name hurt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even on a little small podcast. But.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, you know, those guys, those guys were all super influential yeah. to me and like were a huge part of my, my life and still are. Okay.
0: Can you define recovery, what that means?
1: Um, uh, recover, so recover, there's a big difference between like just abstinence and recovery. So abstinence is when you stop doing like if you're drinking or doing heroin or crack or whatever you're doing, it makes no difference. Like if you have that, if, if you're doing something and then you find that you can't stop doing it, no matter what the consequences are, that's what I consider addiction or alcoholism or is whatever that you only want to be limited it. to substances or can skateboarding be <laughs> well I think I think the difference is whether it's healthy or not okay. so if you're All having right. consequences, because I mean I have consequences if I go skating like my feet are gonna hurt for a couple of days if I skate for like six hours <laughs> yeah. but it definitely um you know if I if I decide to go out and get some heroin I think things are gonna be a lot worse a little, difference, so subtle little, difference. little bit of difference but you know re- recovery is when you start putting the work in and then you know you you, 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 okay, so essentially you ask for help and then are willing to receive it. I think okay. that's what recovery really is. Yeah, like on the path to becoming a whole person. Or, you know, just bettering, getting getting further away from yeah. whatever it is that's holding you back or stopping you or making you miserable or yeah. just getting in your way to leading like a decent life.
0: And you've used skateboarding and you've seen other people use
1: skateboarding as kind of a tool yeah yeah okay so like I, I skated with andrew reynolds a bit back in in florida like okay. he, he, he's a i wouldn't say we're like super good friends but like he would stay with me when he came to south florida yeah. and we skated together quite a bit when i was younger and then when i was out there you know as fucked up as, as i was in my bottom he was already in his recovery okay so i would see people like that do it and be like well you know I know this kid since before he got got fucked up and now he's clean so yeah. you know i've been I, I if he could do it i could probably do it you know that's cool and lots yeah. of lots of other people before that but you know he, he was just one that i knew yeah yeah so people make small subtle examples
0: and influences and it all adds up yeah like, yeah like yeah. jim
1: greco's so i never met jim greco but you know i was always a fan of his skating since i mean hit the first spitfire video when he was like a little kid talking about the eating six saltines Mm -hmm. in a minute and then seeing like (laughs) his sid vicious years or johnny thunder years you know and then to him get clean i thought that was pretty cool
0: do you think that uh, has all your past experiences with abuse has influenced the way and style you skate
1: um not in a positive way, but I had I had, had a couple of pretty substantial overdoses when, when I flatlined for, for a few minutes. Okay. And so there's, like, some disconnect yeah. from, like, my synapses firing correctly and, like, my movements. So I have to work a little bit harder to get okay. some stuff that used to come naturally to me. So, you know, there there's that negative part of it. But then, what? so, <laughs> for instance... Feeble grinds. Uh slappy feeble grinds. Like we, we've been skating this this um this curb at Lizard Ditch, this new curb there. Shout out to Andy Bastard for putting that out there. And like I'll get them wired at the end of the session and then next session I'll have to go back and, and learn it all over in the <laughs> beginning. But it's fun, you know. Yeah.
0: It's a constant regeneration process. Yeah, there you go. I'm here for it. Yeah, exactly. I mean it's fun, right? As yeah, long as it's fun, it's, exactly. It's fun. And
1: you know, it's like I get this I get the same reward from the last session yeah. then you know having to battle it for for 20 30 minutes i get the same reward for yeah, it yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> i see you're skating kind of this uh, i think is this the same board yeah I, I rode around this board yesterday it's kind of a eggy type of shape yeah. is that your preferred shape
1: yeah i like the egg shapes um yeah definitely like the egg shapes so I, I would say mid nineties was um my probably when I was skating the best. Yeah. And you know, you kinda I think most people oh, no. kind of go back to that. They're like glory days. Yeah. So, you know, big pants, small wheels were kind of my kind of like the 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 end of that era was kind of where like when the East Coast stuff started popping off mm-hmm. a lot, like Eastern Exposure. That was probably my prime. Okay. But I still like the boards from a little bit before then. Like right. a little bit smaller wheels. I like the egg shape the board i'm riding it's a it's from a surf company called catch surf i believe okay. and it's an eric coston board with uh, graphics by gons so you know anything gons I'll, i'm i'm gonna buy it oh right on man oh man
0: yeah so what would you say is like your go-to most comfortable yeah you know, trick i guess
1: um i love blunt slides blunt blunt. Sl- yeah <laughs> we have like opposite styles like could... yeah yeah that's what like <laughs> yeah I, I i am a a you know and and a lot of it's just laziness but like curbs instagram name that that's kind of like what what, i could skate a curb all day like when when when, it's funny that we're doing my my interview at a skate park which is not like my comfort zone because i didn't have a lot of transition or skate parks growing up um it wasn't until i'd say like 94 uh, we started going to Tampa a lot that I started really mm-hmm. learning how to skate parks. Okay. And then I forgot since then. So yeah. <laughs> it's, it's 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 something new every time. And Texas has so many fucking parks. Now it does. Yeah. 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 So Tampa has that, they had that turtle ditch, right, for the longest
0: time. Are you familiar with that?
1: Um, I don't think I skated that one. I skated the Bro Bowl Okay. quite a bit, but not the turtle ditch. Okay. Right. I didn't know. I figured... You just think Florida, and you think everything's right
0: there, close to each other.
1: Yeah, no, that's about (laughs) it's about a four-hour drive. Oh, okay. Yeah, but, um, yeah, Tampa was great. You know, I got to so I got to skate ramp. However often I would get to go out there every couple months or whatever. But, yes, street is where I feel most comfortable. But man, I'll tell you, uh, watching Texas ditches in like old videos and old magazines, Mm -hmm. that was a huge thing that like when I came out here, I was like, I want to skate ditches. Really? Surf ditch is one of my fucking favorite spots out here. I've only North skated Austin? like twice. I don't even know if I've skated Surf that. Surf ditch is on Mopac, I think down south. Oh, cool. that one. Yeah. Yeah. Where you go through the tunnel. It's like in between the, yeah. in between the highways. Your slaughter lane.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I've seen Steven make some videos. Yeah that, pla- that, yeah. that
1: place is cool, man. I love that place. Lizard ditch is a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's so you much stuff. The turkey bowl? I have not skated turkey should, bowl yet. I haven't skate skated turkey bowl yet. I haven't skated five hips yet. Oh, yeah, five hips, yeah. There, there's a lot of stuff that a I lot need. Of that to, quick creek got washed out. But yeah, uh, yeah. I, I want to shout out to um, off the grid Shane because oh, one. Yeah. One day I was out here and I was like, man, I've lived out here for like almost two years and I haven't uh, really skated many ditches. And he was like, well, dude, I just retired. If you want to like any day you want to go skate, like let's go. And I met him here one day. I took like some time, like a day off work and he like Mm -hmm. gave me a tour of like all these like local ditches. And that just you know the, the the community out here in Austin is fucking amazing, man. He is whole,
0: an OG ditch skater. Yeah, and that he is. Yes, his shit, he's man. fucking <laughs> and such a rad dude <laughs> yeah. too. Like
1: the whole curb killer crew is fucking amazing. Yeah. Like those were the yeah. first guys who I met out there. Andy Bassard was one of the first people who I met out here, mm-hmm. and then my 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 homie homie fucking nick friedline nick friedline tattoo i don't know if you've ever met him Mm -mm. guy's fucking amazing he moved out here from um baltimore right around the time that i first right around the time that i moved out here yeah and you know he he's a bit younger street skater dude he does a lot of the graphics for carpet company okay and just the raddest dude, and he he works for an old friend of mine from Miami who moved out here, Roger, who owns Reg, Resurrection Tattoos. Yeah. He works for him, and we linked up and met, and we started skating together all the time. Okay. And that's probably when I started skating the most out here. Yeah. So, yeah, big shout-out to Nick, right man. That, that's my homie. Yeah, I
0: met you at Candyland, and so you got to to see that DIY, too. Candyland and, yeah. is fucking sick. I've seen sick. you there twice now. Yeah, I, I love
1: I love Candyland because <laughs> I do a lot of filming, and yeah. that place looks really good on camera. It does. Yeah, yeah it looks yeah. like Mad Max kind of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that place yeah.
0: is cool. Cool, man. Well, we're about the to top of the the half hour. So, um, but I want to ask you: Is there anything you want to leave with as far as uh, you know people just wanting to get into
1: skateboarding
0: as they're older and oh, then the younger man, ones? Oh man, like
1: so. If if you're older and you're just wanting to get into skating, like I don't know, I don't know, because it's been such a part of me. But yeah. like, you're gonna find. Uh, A community people who are you know what it's kind of like recovery too because it's like you're gonna find assholes out there who are gonna fucking vibe you or give you shit or whatever and then you're gonna find the people who are really doing it because they love it who are gonna fucking support you whether you're doing like a kick turn on a ramp or fucking you know smith grinding the whole fucking Mm -hmm. thing or you're just starting and you're pushing like it's all about community it's all about like stoking each other out and then like spending spending time with your friends and for kids man just just i mean i i'm not gonna they're not gonna listen anyway but <laughs> yeah, you know true, like I, but I, I love watching fucking young kids like really into the skating yeah there's the creativity that yeah. sounded creepy i don't love watching young kids but i love i love i love seeing when, when kids are
0: enjoying themselves skateboarding yeah, i'm gonna man. stop that sentence yeah, man. Um, uh, no matter what you do, you'll you'll find assholes and people that you like. Right. You know, no matter right. what, you know. So. Yeah. 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 I got beat up by jocks when I was younger, and when I was forty-one, I decided to to get rid of that baggage and join a rugby team. You know, and oh, I found that'll people that I liked, and I found people I didn't like. No matter
1: what. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. There's there's a lot of different people, even when you think they're supposed to be all the same. Right. You know, yeah. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we, we could go on for hours yeah. about the whole, like, divisiveness of skateboarding, and we were supposed to be the weirdos, and then we became the jocks yeah, and that yeah. whole thing. So,
0: <laughs> Right on, man. Well, I appreciate you coming on. Yeah, man.
1: Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Right
0: on. Kisses.